Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of the K9PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. So have a lot of stuff going on, some of it that I wanted to share with you guys, because some of it actually is what led to today's topic on finding your emotion ocean, okay? But a lot of it is good stuff. A lot of it is exciting stuff. So, for example, we are uh, right now on uh, Chapter 6, second to last week of the Business Accelerator Program, and it has been amazing to see the progress that the Canary Rehab Therapists going through the program have uh, uh have accomplished so far and see all their ideas of kind of like how to gradually take what they're learning and, and implement it into their business. Um, and then just, you know, chatting now with them a little bit more to try to figure it out how to fit, you know, all this marketing, all this operational sales kind of stuff that I teach into their own, you know, business model and just just getting the feedback from them on like how helpful it has been. It, it validates a little bit of like how busy, you know, how hard it is to kind of like get, you know, a program like this going. So, you know, just just very exciting to see that. Um, also doing a round of new podcast interviews that are going to be released later next month into July. Uh, so we got like four or five interview lined up already uh had one interview already done gonna be scheduled uh recording a couple more later this week but just really cool as well to to you know these were all people that in the past have gone through the business accelerator so it has been fun to kind of like catch up with them to see where things are at and just 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 hear from them their learning lessons and it just gets me excited to share their journey with you guys too you know so you guys can see what can be accomplished you know not just by me since you're listening to this podcast but by by your peers by your colleagues by other people in this field who have stepped outside of their comfort zone and have made you know their business work for them so it's going to be very excited so stay tuned for those interviews they're going to be coming up like i said in later june into july because that's when my wife uh and our daughter we're going to go on vacation we we haven't really done a proper vacation since our daughter was born in october of 2021 we had small family trips here and there uh, to visit family spend time with family during the holidays and this and that but not a proper vacation where neither of us is working and we're just just kind of like enjoying time together. So yeah, in, in late June, we're going to be going to the United Kingdom. We're going to be going to the United Kingdom on a family trip. It's going to be very fun. Let's see how it's going to go uh, to be on a plane for, you know, I don't know how long it is, eight, nine, ten hours um, with a toddler. So we're already looking into ideas on how to keep her occupied, <laughs> how to keep her busy. If you have any suggestions, guys, I'm open to it. So please reach out with suggestions on how to keep a toddler they're busy on the on the plane ride uh, but it's going to be exciting and definitely uh, we'll be sharing kind of like some of that trip on social media and stuff but then during that time those interviews that are getting recorded right now are going to be released so that way every thursday you're still going to get um your your weekly podcast okay but coming back to today all righty and you know right now we're getting towards the end of wrapping up may which is kind of like crazy because then one more month and we're halfway through the year guys one more month and we're halfway through the year 
But, you know, I think I shared a little bit, alluded a little bit, but the month of April was pretty tough. Okay, it was very, very tough in general. Um, there were a lot of changes going on uh, at the K9PT at the clinic. Uh, not only changes that we had planned ahead, uh, because we were, for example, uh, switching our EMR to a more robust veterinary EMR, which for those of you who have gone through that kind of change, you know how much work and how stressful that can kind of like be when transition EMR. So some of it was planned changes that we had been working towards for a while. Another changes, not necessarily as planned, you know, and, and, and the biggest one was the fact that uh, I had let go of one of my physical therapists. You know, I had to let go of my physical therapist, which was not part of the plan, but it was something that, I realized it. I needed it to uh, get done, which it, it, it definitely um, it definitely was the right call to make, especially as you know things transpired um, afterwards. But it, it, it took me back more into seeing more patients, right? Which, as you guys know, because I have shared, that was not the the goal necessarily. The goal was for me to spend less time seeing patients so I could spend more time doing things like this, you know, and now I'm back seeing more patients, not still like a full schedule, but still seeing like patients, uh, 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 a good number of patients a week kind of stuff. And then, you know, just life in general, April, always busy time with taxes, you know, at least here you guys there in the United States, right? Uncle Sam wants its share. So there's that. And then just life in general, you know, getting in the way. But as I reflected back, one of the things I was actually very proud of myself, and I'm not saying this to kind of like, you know, give myself a pat in the back, was, was kind of like how I took one day at a time during the month of April, because the, it could be so easy to get like overwhelmed. And I decided to just take one day at a time, uh, focusing on getting through the challenges of that day, but also not forgetting, because I did the mistake in the past of forgetting this important component, which was to put myself first too. And that was very important, both from a physical, but from a mental perspective as well. Um, from a physical aspect was making sure that I was getting my workout four to five times a week, you know, and I am a morning person. I like morning workouts. I go to the, um, to the, the, the gym, I go to, to the 6 a.m. classes, and I wanted to make sure that I kept going to those 6 a.m. classes because it, it, it really helped me. It really helps me start the day right. It really helps me just kind of like, just from from a mindset perspective to just be better prepared for the day and then from a physical perspective just just feeling better just feeling good kind of stuff and then from the mindset perspective was about putting myself first in terms of like taking care of it as well so like i said focusing on the day focusing on what was going on on what i needed to do next without necessarily worrying too much about you know next week or next month or something like that and, 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 and this is where today's topic kind of like comes from, because during this time of very high stress, I had to find ways to manage things and finding my emotion ocean was very important. Okay, and the motion ocean concept is not a concept that I invented, but it was a concept that I uh, learned about it two or three years ago that, it, you know, it was just very important to me kind of like to go back to it. All right. So the emotion ocean. So when we look at the emotion ocean, we have three layers. Okay. We have the top layer, which are the ripples and the waves. We have the middle layer, which is the undercurrent. And we have the bottom layer, which is the deep ocean. 
okay so let's start from the top let's talk about the top layer the ripples and the waves okay this is where the majority of the people live their lives this is where the majority of people live their lives it's when we let external things dictate our daily actions dictate our decisions dictate our outlook on life dictate basically all of our day to day okay and of course when you add even more external factors to the equation it makes things even worse right just like in the ocean if you add wind to it you create bigger waves you create bigger ripples okay so the, the the stronger the wind the stronger the waves the stronger the storm right so for most people the external pressure they placed in their lives leads into the ripples and the waves and the drama they bring to their uh, from their external problems is where they operate most of their lives right so for us it then becomes how do we let those factors brought by external factors affect our day-to-day so for business owners that is a big part of our wind right how do we deal with the pressure that we put on ourselves but of course you couple that with the challenges that are potentially brought to you by external factors by other places by other people right which can also bring some big winds some big waves into your life right so like i mentioned earlier in my case of course a big part of that wave was managing kind of like this changing staff that we had going on and 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 like i said and then of course it was about finding out kind of like later other things that i wasn't even aware about you know uh, uh things even from a clinical perspective into why we were letting for example uh, 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 patients go four to six months without having a follow-up session schedule like little things like that up to oh sorry guys forgot to mute my my notifications it, you know little things like that but of course they're leading to bigger things as well and you know that is just kind of like one example but of course it can come from different people outside of the business as well it can come from friends it can come from family it can come from loved ones you know and of course none of those people do that on purpose but if we let those external factors affect us then of course it's going to create bigger ripples and bigger waves so hopefully that's making sense but then the question becomes how can we potentially deal with that and it is about setting boundaries but the one thing that i believe i talked about this before but if i didn't let me definitely bring it up the one thing i have learned over time about setting boundaries is that in my opinion setting boundaries is not about setting a hard line that we don't want to cross and instead it should be about creating a box that you can move around and have some wiggle room within that space within that box but while still staying within a certain boundary okay i personally don't believe that a hard line boundary is actually a a a good thing right because what happens is that sooner or later that hard line is going to get crossed and it's going to get crossed either by someone else or it's actually more often than not going to get crossed by you which if you are the one who then crosses the line 
you're going to feel like a failure because you're the one who set these boundaries and then you are the one who fail on, 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 on staying within the hardline boundary. Right? It's kind of like the other analogy I can think of besides the box. It's kind of like how we're, we're when we're driving down the highway. Right? We don't drive just on a perfect straight line. We have the lanes that we stay in. And sometimes the car is going to steer a little bit to the right. Sometimes the car is going to steer a little bit to the left. But we stay within that lane without crossing over the next line, without crossing over the line. Right? So that's where, for me, setting boundaries from a healthy perspective comes from. It is about understanding what is your box, what are your lanes, and moving a little bit inside, moving a little bit in between, but in a way that you're not going to feel like you're betraying yourself by stepping over a hard line, or you're not going to feel resentful towards someone else for stepping over the hard line that you had set. Okay, so then moving over to the middle layer. So the middle layer of the emotion ocean then is the undercurrent, right? So it sits, of course, beneath the waves and the ripples. And just like the undercurrent in the ocean, we cannot see it. We cannot see it, but it is very, very strong. And it is often what drags people without them knowing, right? From a business perspective, it can be many things. One thing that I see very often from a business perspective is just chasing the new thing, right? It's like, oh, this new social media platform, this new idea that I have, this, this whatever it may be, right? Uh, this marketing strategy, this product that I want to create and this and that, right? It can also be external things that get brought into our lives, like politics, like the news, you know, like anything that can drag us around without us necessarily being consciously aware of it. And within our business as well, of course, that undercurrent can also be the ethics and standards of people that kind of like work with you, right? Like you're the business owner, but you can't be at the clinic from seven to seven. You can't be at the clinic the whole time, right? So then what are people standards when you're not around? Are people telling you one thing, but then acting, telling one thing in front of you, one thing to you, but then acting in another way when you're not around? Right? Those are all things within the business, and I'm sure we all have been part of a, um, not necessarily a clinic, but any type of business that, where we have that, where we have that undercurrent that kind of like just drags people out kind of stuff, right? Without necessarily us realizing, and then before we notice, it has kind of like dragged things into a whole different direction than we, what you had intended. And on the surface, everything can look calm, everything can look nice, but the undercurrents can drag things fast, right? Which is also a good metaphor we can all use because if, if we're careful with the ripples and the waves, which is the stress, the anxiety that we create, and we can still be very calm on the surface, we can still get dragged by the undercurrents. And before we notice, like I said, the business has gone in a whole different direction than what you had intended. Right? So you got to be aware of what is there in the current, both in your personal life, but in your business as well. Because the worst thing that you can do is not be aware of it. 
the only way you can deal with the undercurrent is if you're aware of what is that it's happening, right? And for that to take place, of course, it, 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 it takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of vulnerability, um, introspection, you know, and, 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 and you being able to kind of like build the trust as well with with people around you so that way they can let you be aware of the undercurrent that's going on that you might not be seeing it right and then we get to the bottom layer we get to the deep ocean which as we know the deep ocean is very still and very quiet without much movement and everything is okay down there everything is chill down there regardless of what's going on at the surface, right? And that's where we want to be, of course. That's where we want to be. We don't want to be at that high level of stress, anxiety that we have when we are dealing with the waves and stuff. And we want to try to avoid being pulled by the undercurrent. So we want to be in that bottom layer in the deep ocean. But what you need to understand is a couple of things. First of one is the skill to know that deep down is available to you anytime you want. That's the first thing. And the second thing is for you to also understand that it is impossible to spend 100% of your life deep down. And you're going to need at some points in time to go up. And then... You, you find your anchor that is going to bring you back down. But the key is that, is that you don't stay up for days and weeks and months on end. You find the anchor that is going to bring you back down. That's where a lot of people struggle. They struggle with realizing what is that anchor. And part of it, is tie up to what I said a little bit earlier about placing hard boundaries on their lives. More often than not, the reason why we place hard boundaries on our lives is in an attempt for us to stay deep down without realizing, like I said, that A, that's not possible, and B, that's actually not mentally healthy too. You can't just stay in there. You're going to have to deal with things. You're going to have to create those boundaries. But the key thing for us to, gra to grasp, to understand, is that deep down, you are in control of your own thoughts and emotions. Right? The good news is that how you react to things in life is totally up to you. The bad news is that how you react to things in life is totally up to you. Right? And that's what's going to define a lot on how we manage things in our lives. So to wrap it up, you want to be the one living deep down, someone who is living their own life without necessarily thinking about what others are going to think about you, about what you're doing, about what you have accomplished or not accomplished, whatever it may be. And if you live deep down, then your ideas and your actions are well underway before you, you even kind of like tell people about it. 
which in turn makes their opinions about you irrelevant because you're comfortable with yourself. So be comfortable being on your own. It's a good sign that you are in control of your own thoughts, of your own decisions, which then is going to lead towards better judgment, better discernment, and ultimately better decisions. Now, just to wrap it up, does that mean you're always going to make the right decisions? Absolutely not. I make wrong decisions a lot of times too. It's not possible for us to not make wrong decisions. But what it does mean is that you're going to feel more confident making the decisions than just moving forward. And if for whatever reason it was not the right call, or if there are mistakes associated with it, then instead of regretting that choice, instead you look into ways to learn from it to make it better in the future. Right? So hopefully that makes sense. Don't know if this is a new concept for a lot of you guys, but it is a concept that anytime I am going through high periods of stress, I try to remind myself and I try to find my anchor. I try to find my anchor that is going to keep me down long enough for me to recharge my battery before I have to go up and fight the fights that I, that I need to fight. So find that anchor, whatever it is for you, and, 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 and realize that setting boundaries is more than just setting hard lines, but instead it's about finding your lane and finding your box. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.